Welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm Diana Gasparoni. I'm a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her Programs. I am Ednisha Salisbury. I am a therapist, speaker, trainer, and co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. Each week, we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps. If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch and get real. Hey, hey, hey. Hello and welcome back to Be Real. It's me, Diana Gasparoni, and I'm here with my amazing co-host. Where is she? Anisha, I am here on a beautiful, sunny Friday in New York City. Can't wait to get outside. (laughs) Yeah, girl, I'm in. I want to be outside today, too. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited about today's guest. So uh, we're going to jump right in and get Kathy in here. So Kathy McKinnon is here with us today. I'm going to let her tell you who she is and why she's here. Come on in, Kathy. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Always an honor to share my story and share my message. Um, but a little bit about who I am and you know why, why I have some story to tell. My journey has been an interesting one. And I've taken my journey and all the stones that were thrown at me, and that's what I use to build the business that I have today to help other women. So my journey was what I call the trifecta. I had infertility, I had divorce, I, you know, I had um, cancer, all within a decade. Trifecta of events, one after another, and each one was what I've now used as building blocks. Um, for my coaching business. At the time, I didn't see them as building blocks, of course. When, when we're in the midst of something, it's uh, very crazy. But I've used those to build a transformational coaching business that helps women take their lives back and step into their confidence and their power and the message that they're truly meant to be. Shared my story in various forms. I, I've contributed to a few best-selling books. I've done, obviously, some podcast interviews. I'm doing a speaking engagement later this year. I'm so glad to be back in person now that COVID restrictions are lifting. So it's an honor to, to share my message with you ladies today. Um, that is a trifecta. Normally, uh, you know, I grew up with some betting. I have to say, I would bet on you. That is a trifecta to get through right there. Amazing. I don't even know which part of that journey to start with. Obviously, it developed itself into this coaching program. Um, I don't know where to start. I don't like, I'm like, oh my God, you made it through this like, this amazing time, which could have just been completely demoralizing. And you've turned it, turned it into this transformational and amazing program. So I want, I want you to talk. I don't actually have a question. So I want you like, Oh my God, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, your, to your point, any single one of those things could have sort of taken me out. Right? Anyone. Yeah. Anyone. And it, instead 
my life is actually so much better now on the other side of it than it was before during those events. It's been a wild ride to take those lessons learned to not only transform my physical body, I, I swore I would get healthier after my cancer diagnosis, but my mental state, my mindset on how I want to live and, and who I want to show up as and the legacy that I want to leave with my son. Um, it's so important to me having gone through that infertility and cancer journey now that I, I have my, my miracle baby, as I call him, that I show up and be the best mom that I can be. I owe it to him. He has blessed me to be a mom. And so despite the bad days, despite the days I just, just don't want to, I owe it to him to show up 110%. And I can only do that if I'm taking care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that. And I think it's so important to share that message with the world. I mean, I know it's a crazy world. We're busy. It's hectic. We're trying to go a million miles an hour and do all the things. But when you step back and you say, what is the legacy I want to leave? How do I want my children, my community to remember me? And then we need to start showing up as that person. So in order for you to get to this place where you are able to empower women, did you have some help along the way? Oh, absolutely. Like I, I did not do this alone. I, you know, none of us, none of us get to any one place alone, right? I have coaches, I have gone to, to therapy. I've had a plethora of doctors that not only helped me physically, but on my mindset, working through these hurdles. I have my, my community, my friends that I've leaned on and tapped on the shoulder to say, Hey, you know, I, I need some help. I'm drowning over here. And I think you know, as sometimes as women, we, we think, oh, no, we need to be superwoman. We need to do it all and be it all. And at times we're almost afraid to ask for help, right? Because sometimes it's seen as a sign of weakness, but it's actually not. And the reality is we have amazing communities. We have amazing resources and support. We need to utilize the tools that we have. I want to break down the coaching part. I love that you took your journey and then as a way to get, it's almost like you as a way to give back right? Like you are going to help other women really as get on there, find that inner strength that you had. So you have wellness and transformation and the core work that you've done underneath that is that you are a life coach and a health coach. So which came, I want to know which came first, what, how do they work together? Like, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, my business started as purely health coaching because I wanted to help others get healthy and transform their lives the way that I did after my cancer diagnosis. And I was like, if I did it, and I had friends that were saying, you know, what are you doing? How are you doing it? You know, you're a single mom juggling all this stuff and, and yet you're showing up like this, like how I want your secret. And so it started as a health coaching journey. And, and the more I did the work and the more I educated myself, I was like, we cannot just focus on physical health and not address the mental. Mm -hmm address all these other factors that impact our physical health because it's more than a diet it's not that it's not a magic pill it's not a flip of a switch this is a lifestyle and when you understand all the physical impacts caused by our mental health and our environment and all of our community and our support and all of these things you cannot just focus on one piece of the pie you're not doing justice to yourself if you just focus on one piece of the pie. So it started with health. I added in the life coaching portion and, and together it, it's this coaching container that helps women just kind of overall assess their life and where they want to go. If I was a client of yours, what would that look like? Yeah. Like so, what could I expect? 
Yeah, so most of my clients start with a 90-day program. We meet once a week. So we have one-on-one -on -one sessions once a week. My clients have all access to me in between sessions. They can text, email, all of this. So, so I'm here to support you. I'm here to walk alongside you on this journey. But we start with the vision for your life. Like, where do you want to go? If we took out all the what ifs, all the excuses, could, should, what do you want your life to be? What is the message you want to leave behind? And then we say, okay, where are you today? And let's collapse time and close the gap between where you're at today and where you want to be. In these 90 days, we're gonna get you this roadmap, we're gonna get you on your way, and then you can fly on this path on your own as you continue to evolve to that next level. Who is the avatar? Who comes? Who is the person that you see the most that comes to knock on your door or hit you up in your DMs or however we get to you these days? Go ahead. <laughs> all, the, all the various ways. All the right? various. No one's knocking on your door because you're not going to answer it. So you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these are women typically between ages 25 and 45 who know that they want more right? They have ambition, they have drive, they know they want more, they know that they're meant for more, they have a bigger message to share, but they're just not sure how to get there because they're kind of stuck in trying to do the, all the things, the, the corporate America, the be a mom, do the community of things, and they just aren't sure how to break out of that and truly step into the confidence and vision that they have in their minds for their life. There's a 90 day program. Now, after the 90 days, do you generally get people who come back and like, okay, I need more Kathy. Like, you know, maybe um, I fell off the wagon, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I still see the vision, but I don't quite know how to get there. Do they come back and you kind of continue with the coaching? How long I, does a client generally stay with you? I guess that's one of the questions. Yeah, I have had some clients renew after the 90 days for another a secondary 90 days just because they felt that they needed that support and accountability just a little bit longer to get them to fly on their own. I mean, it is not my intention to coach someone for the rest of their life. My intention is to give you the tools and the roadmap and, and the activation so that you can fly on your own. But yes, I have had clients who did the 90 days and then they kept going a bit on their own and then they checked back maybe six, nine months later and they're like, you know, hey, I just need a little bit of support or accountability here. Can, can, can we catch up again? Absolutely, that's what I'm here for. I'm not here to kind of throw some information at them and send them out to the street and say, go, good luck. Um, to me, coaching is not about giving you more information. It's about activating what you already have in within you. So, I mean, there's information out there. If you wanted information, you could Google it. Right. right. Definitely. It's always there's, out there for us. It's always out there. And today, more than ever, there's so much free accessible information, right? So it's not about that. It's about activating you so that you can step into that roadmap. So you can see that it is possible to have the life that you want, to have those dreams fulfilled. I think you are such a model for that, right? Yourself. So hoping, you know, so again, you say like they can just go anywhere and find this information and they could, but they come to you because I think that you've modeled that, listen, things could go, everything could go wrong in your life, right? But you can figure out the vision and still make it work and still kind of make it happen for yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the thing is I, you know, I've been told I'm an old soul because actually during all of these chaotic times in my life, the, the cancer, the divorce, I actually was extremely calm. And people around me were like, why aren't you freaking out? You should be freaking out right now. And I'm like, no, because this is bigger. 
This is bigger than me. And when you think about the fact that your vision, your legacy, what you leave behind at the end of the day is bigger than you, it makes not that those emotions go away. Emotions are real and we need to deal with emotions. It calms those emotions because you know, despite whatever you're feeling, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, there's a bigger, something bigger going on here. And we need to step back and figure out what that is and how we, we step into that and understand that, that this is bigger. Yes, you are an amazing role model for the, this is bigger. I'm still stuck on the trifecta. So, so <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in it for a minute because also, um, and this is, I, I need, I like categories, but also I'm thinking like when I'm hearing you talk in the middle of this, you had your son. Am I correct? Correct. So um, it was actually in the middle of my infertility journey that they discovered my cancer. So I was about two years into a five-year infertility journey when they discovered my cancer. I had to kind of put that on pause and say, okay, I need to deal with the cancer before I can go back to the, the mission to have a baby. Um, so I was obviously incredibly frustrated. I was like, this is just another kick to the gut, another roadblock to having the baby. I was just on this mission to have a baby. And they kept telling me, no, you have to go do this. No, you have to go do that. And I was like, what is going on here? Maybe, maybe I'm not meant to be a mom. And I went into this crazy depression of maybe, maybe this is telling me something. Maybe, maybe this really isn't meant to be. But then the reality was it was meant to be. And the reality is, well, of course I don't wish cancer on anyone. That was my wake up call to say, if you want to be the mom that you want to be, you need to clean up your health because you're not going to be physically able to keep up with him, run and play with him, go on all these adventures, do all the things if you are in this unhealthy state. And so that was my wake up call to say, if you want to be around for him and you want to be this mom, you need to clean up your act. I always tell my clients, like, don't wait for that universal smack. Like, look and assess your lives today before you get that smack in the face and you're put in a corner and said, you need to do this now or else, because it's a very ugly place to be. I had my son after my cancer, but yeah, it was in the midst of all the chaos. Amazing. So that like there, I, I hear that spark. I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking for where you had that, like that aha moment, like, Oh, right. Like this is what, this is where we're going to go. This is how, this is where I'm going to start to transform. And then we can connect to that transformational piece and like how, and not having to go, I guess we don't want to say rock bottom, but like have to have that life altering moment before you can say, oh, okay, well, well, maybe things aren't like find that little imbalance and like maybe things aren't where they're, where they're supposed to be and you can still get them. You specifically work with women. Yes. Intentional? Intentional. Intentional. Um, nothing wrong with coaching, coaching men. No, I um, only hire women. I'm in. I get it. <laughs> But I think, again, this, this understanding, and again, to your point of different pieces, I've been there, I've gone through some of these things, and I can speak to it from the, the female side. I, you know, speaking in a, a support group on Clubhouse about single moms or divorced parents, yes. You know, and I was called on and said, okay, Kathy, can you speak to it from the, the female side? Of course. Females are emotional creatures by nature. And so sometimes we just view or deal with things differently, not right or wrong. But having someone understand maybe what you're feeling or how you're feeling or the emotions that that event could conjure up is very reassuring. And I think, you know, women today, we're, we get lost in the shuffle of, you know, corporate and parenting and, and community and all of this, and we lose ourselves. 
And it's finding yourself and saying, I matter. My message matters. My vision and dream still matters. I don't have to say, you know, I have to shove it under the rug and put it away and kind of give it all up. We don't have to. We can still be amazing parents, amazing community leaders, and have amazing careers and shoot for that vision. It's not an either or. You can have it all. You can have it all. Yes. I love that. Yeah, it is difficult to juggle and decide. What do you find is um, there is that piece about being a woman to step into the fullness of, of yourself that mm. seems to be universally female? What, where do you, I don't know how to form the question. Anisha, I might need some help. Like, where, where do you see that as a, um, or what do you think that, what, what do you think it is? Like, what do you think is like, where, where that, I, I know I'm not being clear, but I have a feeling you, you're shaking. I think your head. You I, I think I know where I mean. you're going. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Yeah. What, what triggers it, right? What, yeah. what, what's the cause? Yeah. Um, I think there's several causes, but I think, uh, a big piece of it is we, we don't think we're worthy. We don't think we're worthy. And, and not only do we get to the point where we don't think we're worthy, but then we get into this comparison syndrome spiral, right? We, we see it on social media. We see it in our, our neighborhoods, our communities, kind of that, that keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, so-and-so is doing this. So I should be doing that. And we lose ourselves in, in putting that attachment to that's how we feel worthy. That's how we feel worthy is, is if we're keeping up or, or we can compare ourselves. And it's absolutely not true, but we need to break down the, those limiting beliefs of you are worthy. You are worthy regardless of your past, regardless of your upbringing, regardless of whatever you've gone through. We all have a past. We all have a story. Some of them crazier than others, but that doesn't make you worthy of your vision or your future. And so many get stuck in that position of, well, I was brought up like this or my past this. And instead of saying, I learned these valuable lessons from my upbringing, or I learned what I don't want to do with my kids from my upbringing, or this happened to me. But instead of using that and being in victim mode, I'm going to use this to say, I learned some incredible things and I want to share them and I want to serve others with these incredible lessons that I learned. So hopefully they don't have to learn them the same hard way that I did. If I can help others learn these valuable lessons and not have to do it the hard way, then I am serving and making an impact. Yeah, I do think as women, sometimes we take on those identities and they may no longer serve us, but we hold on to them so tightly. Um, and I think that for you, I'm gathering in your work, you kind of have to break that down a little bit. Like, do you want to continue to hold on to that identity? Like, oh, I'm a divorcee, right? Like, how is that helpful, right? Because that may put you in a space where you don't feel good about yourself because you are a divorcee or, you know, I'm like, you know, it's so many different identities, right? That we kind of take on that no longer serve us. Just trying to figure out how do we let that go so we can move forward. So it sounds like you have to do a little bit of that work um, in your coaching. Absolutely. And you have to figure out why you're holding on to that identity. Is it maybe that's what your parents told you you should have done, right? We, we, many of us have heard it. You go to college, you get a good job, you get in that corporate America nine to five. And a lot of that paradigm is breaking in today's society, right? I mean, a lot of folks are taking unconventional routes and, and they're creating amazing careers and amazing in the world that 
if they were still stuck in that nine to five cubicle, that message would have never gotten out to the world. They would have never shared their gifts with the world. And that would have been like such a injustice to do to not only that person, but the world to not share those gifts. And so it's very um, invigorating to me to see that shift. Mm-hmm. People saying, again, I'm going to break that paradigm. I, I want to do something different. I want to share my vision. I want to go all in and do it. And you know what? That doesn't look like the cookie cutter picture that my parents told me that I should do, could do, need to do. Um, and it's okay. I think that's the biggest piece is it's okay. Even if you try something and you know what? You learn like, hey, it didn't work. And you end up going back to that corporate American nine to five. You learned a very valuable lesson about what you like, what you don't like. And it's taking those lessons as opposed to saying, oh, I failed at that. But you have to break that, like you said, the break the paradigm and figure out why, why you're holding on to that old identity. It sounds because like, you, you, yeah, no, I'm sorry. It sounds like you give women permission to take a risk. Absolutely. Yeah. I give them permission to live to who they truly are, right? To this person that's inside this voice that's inside, like quit stifling it. I love it. I think that we are probably should take a break now. And when we come back, just kind of learning more about, I think you talked about like the five facets within your program. And we can talk a little bit more about that so the listeners can have a better understanding of what your program is all about. So we'll take a break here and we'll be right back. As you know, I am a huge supporter of therapy. And if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being, it's now. As the founder of Be Well Psychotherapy, I am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy. Be Well is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19. With over 15 licensed therapists, Be Well offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L, to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show. And we're back after our quick break. So Kathy, as we talk about your program and what it looks like. So let's say, as we know, I'm going to knock on your door. I'm not going to be able to find you on Instagram. I mean, we're going to tell everybody how to find you on Instagram, but I'm going to knock on your door. (laughs) (laughs) So I come and I want to be, uh, I want to work with you. So what, what does our initial intake look like? Like, what are you and I going to do together? And you can feel free to ask me any questions because I'm feeling raw and vulnerable today. So I'm in. (laughs) I had a morning. I, I'm, I'm like, I'll, I, I keep, we can go right in. You can like use, you should let's let the listeners know what a day a day what it will look like (laughs) (laughs) you know one of the first very first questions that I always ask everybody when they come to me is why are you seeking out coaching now 
Well, I mean, I think to, if I was, <laughs> I can tell you that when I was recently just looking for a coach and um, one of that is to, I, to take my business and my platform to the next level requires me to put more of myself out. I like, I like to do the systems and I like to do the things, but I don't like to necessarily be the face of the organization all the time. So that is, that's really hard for me. It's really challenging. I do all sorts of backstepping to get away from it and put like all sorts of stepping in place. And then like, yeah, I did that. I'm just going to go hide now. So that's exactly what I'm working on right now is putting my story and putting, putting myself out into, that's what I need. That helps. Okay. That so, so when you say that, so if you could have the business and the exposure and the vulnerability where you want it to be, like, what is the big picture? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to know the big picture? Yeah. Well, <laughs> what would that look like? Because you're saying, you're saying to me, right. You being that face and being on the forefront, as opposed to kind of being in the background with the systems is makes you nervous or anxious, right? It's being very vulnerable what would it look like in an ideal scenario? Um, well, in an ideal, the, the, so we have so many ask, uh, things that are happening. So we have this platform, we have our uh, podcast platform, and then we have our brick and mortar where we have our Be Well Psychotherapy and the uh, beautiful staff that I have that works uh, one-on-one with and in couples. And so for me, what would happen is that we have uh, and then we're going to launch a health and well-being. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to say all of this. This health and well-being uh, to next, really in September, it's going to launch, but we've just brought on a new person who is the director of health and well-being. And that there's such a, that all three platforms come together, like the health and wellness, the health and well-being, the psychotherapy and the podcast come together and that uh, there's a mission statement and that I am a representation of that mission. And my mission is that we touch as many souls with our content and that there is, that we address the stigma of mental health and that we make it a priority that people's mental health is just as important as the physical health, no matter who you look like or what you look like, not who you look like, what you look like. So, I mean, that is my mission and to be able to say that clearly and be able to represent all the people on my team and all the people that come to be well and listen to be real, really feel safe and know that there is something for them in all of our content. God was hard. (laughs) And why it's important to me. Good job, Diana. And, and a lot of what you said spoke to, like you said, the structure and the systems and what you want it to be. Yeah. But where's the piece where you're kind of the face of it? Where oh, you're yeah, I don't, I don't. I vulnerable, don't sharing the message. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Like, it's, it's really hard for me to see myself outside of the organization, outside of it and look and like it's important to me that people feel that people who work here feel that they're very taken care of and also that the people that come feel very taken care of and i don't i don't know how i how i don't i actually don't know how to do that like i don't and i, I that i don't know how to be there and i can and, and as we're talking like i'm super uncomfortable and like really 
like I'm like oh oh god (laughs) (laughs) what is like what emotions is that triggering? well you know I could cry because I've been on the verge of tears all morning for other reasons and then um I'm really uncomfortable. I, I, I'm also uncomfortable with the success of it all. So that makes me really like spin out a little bit. And why is success uh, a comfortable thing? It's so a great it thing. Success away. is great. Know, you it, can, it, could, it could go away at any minute. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could go away at any minute. Our, our lives could, could go away tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's something that I'm trying you know, internally to really resolve, but it is being able to sit in it and um, know that I, it, I don't even, I don't even know what kind of words I would put to it now, but to, to know that the structure is, is there and that it will continue to continue to grow and jive on its own, like without me in it, like that there's a, that there's a pulse in it, that like there's a heartbeat and a pulse in it that is already like can continue to live. Like that would be my, like you said, legacy before, like that, that's my yeah. legacy. Like it would continue I mean, so, to live so what if instead my, of saying, without me giving it life support. I mean, what if instead of saying it could all go away tomorrow, you say, what if it all worked? What if it all worked? All three of the, the pieces fit together, this platform, the exposure, it all worked. And are you, are you suggesting it's working? Come on. <laughs> And, I mean, and it all comes amazing. together. Like, what? What if it all goes as planned? Huh? Huh? That's an interesting question. What? <laughs> what if? It, it, yeah. In, instead of saying it, this could go wrong or that could go wrong. Of course, things could always go wrong. Yep. Life can go wrong. Mm-hmm. But what if it goes right? <laughs> it's inter- okay. So it's so interesting how I want to stay with the what if it goes wrong, then I want mm-hmm. to move over to the what if it goes, what if it, it because let, let's be as real as we can, like it is going right. Like everything is going right. Like I, it, it, it sounds like just from totally, the other day, I was like, I got nothing to complain about. So I'm going to complain about plastic and recycling because I, that's bigger than me and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> and so I can continue to recycle, but I'm going to fight with the hair product people so that I want them to get the bottle, take the bottles back. Like that was so that I would have something. And I was like, that's crazy. That I but isn't that something. the beauty of anxiety is always worst case scenario and not always. best case scenario. <laughs> Like that's just the weirdness of the way anxiety it works. It's yeah. never a best case scenario. You no, always know the worst case scenario. It, it's easy for your, our minds to go there first. Yeah. And so you have to like train your mind when you start feeling those th- thoughts to say, okay, instead of all these things that are worst case scenario or what could go wrong or what grievances do I have today? Because there could always be a grievance. Totally. What if it's gratitude instead? What if it's ambition instead? What if it's saying, when this all is where I've envisioned it to be, I can sit back in gratitude of what I built and say, I created this success. Are you sure we only have 90 days? Because <laughs> <that> really, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so I guess that's the interesting thing about like working with you. The first thing I notice is that you're going to be challenging my beliefs, right? Like if I am your oh. client, that's the first oh, yeah. place that we start is that you're going to be challenging the beliefs that I've been holding on to. That's probably keeping me stuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, we've got to this point in our life based on a certain set of beliefs. Mm-hmm. 
our upbringing, whether from experiences, but those same beliefs aren't going to get us to the next step. Right. Right. So if you, if that's where you want to go, which is where these women who come to me want to go, mm -hmm. we've got to let some of those things go because they're not serving where we're going. They serve where we came from, but they're not serving the road ahead. Right. And you're right. It's uncomfortable. I always feel like, Oh, I wish we were like, I wish this was like somebody could actually besides you three see me like playing with my hair and rocking back and forth. I mean, it is like, I could, I have not been this uncomfortable on the podcast for a long time. Like, oh man. Got her sweating over there. But <laughs> I always tell my clients, it is challenging work. It is some of the most difficult work you will do in your life. You know, you can go to the gym and you can do all the exercise mm -hmm. that actually easier than some of the things I'm going to challenge you on mentally. It's so the directness of the question, like what if it was gratitude and like me, like, I mean, all the synapses is like spinning. I'm like, I don't, uh, I, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what if instead of sitting mean? back and saying, you know, what if the, the, the ceiling comes crashing down? I say, oh my goodness, this ceiling that I created on this brick and mortar is going to last. And this is going to be my legacy, not only to my, wow. but to my community. That's, that's big. That, yes. I, <laughs> like I can feel it like in my jaw and my gut. I'm going to, I'm, that's a good takeaway for me. What a good, well, okay. So I have this question now. <laughs> so Duh. we're going to, and then how would you then work with me? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of things would we do would we do next i can i can barely breathe god <laughs> yeah what what i would say next is we take the five facets right and we look at the different aspects if you had a health goal what would it be if you had a, a career goal what would it be if you closed your eyes and you envisioned your life for what you want it to be regardless of where you're at today regardless of everything else what would it look like like let's draw that avatar out what would she look like? How would she show up? What would she say? How would she present herself? Let's get that picture drawn out and then let's figure out how we start stepping into that person. Wow. And it's not, it's not easy, but I've no, had clients who no. do it with, with words. I've had clients who are a bit more artistic than I am and they actually draw, you know, themselves as the person, however you want to get there. But if you said, ultimately, how could I show up in this world? What would I, what would I wear? I've had I have clients who it's down to the color that they wear. They want to wear white because they want this confidence. Mm -hmm. Figuring that out and then saying, okay, let's start eliminating all the things that don't serve that person. And let's start adding in all the things that are going to help us get to be that person. I will work with you, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if 90 days is going to be enough for me, but, but just the impact of the question, right? Like just how you reframe the question and how it felt in my body and like what, where, where I want and to be able to like start that vision of where I want to be. And I love the way you put that. Like we, I looked at the five areas as you were talking and like, and I was like, I was looking at it visually, which is not how I do things. I like have to write, write it down and like, line it up and put things in a spreadsheet. So I'm like, oh, but that question of like, what would I wear or who would I be or how, would, how am I going to show up? And it is, it, it, 
in the most authentic way, but also like in the fullest way is like what I'm, what I feel personally as you, as it just in this little snippet is like, that is like, that's the piece that is like, what is the fullest experience of me that I want to show up as every day? And can I, how to, how can I really bring that to all of the, all the different components of my life and in my personal relationships as well, like having that fluidity to move in and out. How Um, do you, how do you show up as that person and give that to the world? Yeah. And also give it to yourself. I think that you you owe yourself that. Yeah. And that is, um, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being the guinea pig. Thank you. That was, that was really, um, that was, that was more than I expected today <laughs> and exactly what I needed, I think, too. Um, so uh, now do you take the other, is it ongoing? Is it like I can sign up anytime or do you have different it, times during yeah, the year? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a rolling thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a month start or a quarter start or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all in different different places in our life and different times in our lives. So if somebody called me up tomorrow and said, hey, I know it's June 26th, can we start today? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because oh, I'm not going to put somebody into a box and say, Oh no, we have to do things exactly in systematic quarters. Like life isn't in a box. No. And do we always get you one-on-one or they're like online things or how does it work? You get me, you get okay. me five one-on-one once a week. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Nice. All right. Very cool. And how else can we find you? So I have my website, which is wellnesswarriorcoaching.com. I have Instagram under wellnesswarriorcoaching, um, Facebook as well. Same thing. I've kept it consistent. So every, so I'm easy to find. Wellness warrior. Wellness, Wellness warrior. warrior coaching. I like the warrior part because I definitely felt that in my, my mini intake. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to have warrior in the business name. It was a nickname that I, I was given by my, my close friends going through as I went through my, my trifecta. <laughs> um, and so it stuck. And I just said, you know, we all have that warrior within, we just don't always tap into it. And so to be reminded that you do have incredible strength inside Mm-hmm. and do hard things and we are able to do challenging things on a daily basis we just don't always give ourselves credit amazing um you're speaking in october yes i am speaking in october I'm where so <laughs> um i'm speaking in chicago um, at the Inflexation conference it is a women's leadership conference um in person in chicago very excited about it um i've got information up on um instagram and facebook if you want more information or you can always send me a, a dm i can send you the direct link to to get tickets but it is specifically for women in leadership um we are doing different workshops and different in person events so we are very excited to be back in person that is very exciting we are all excited to be back in person and what a great way to like re-engage with the world um now we're at our last hurrah kathy get no we're not going to talk to you about we're not going to ask you anything else about no, being that's a, it. about being a coach anisha's got two questions for you that have nothing to do with what we were talking about today all right nothing so if you had your own late night talk show who would you be your first guest who would be my first guest on late night talk show oh oh that is so challenging one of my favorite people there's so many good people out there um, one of my favorite people is Shailene Johnson. Um, she, again, she started with the health journey. She trans mm-hmm. 
now and she's got different aspects of her business, but she's also very real and very vulnerable about the struggles that she faces, that her family faces and how they work through them. And to me, that vulnerability is power. Nice. Excellent. And what was your favorite quarantine purchase? A lot of us was purchasing a lot of things while we were uh, quarantined. No, right? Favorite so, purchase what did, during what COVID. Did these, what did we do these past 18 months? It's so crazy. So crazy. What was my favorite purchase? You know, I decided um, that I was going to make my space. The gym has become my happy space. And when my gym was closed down, I was not a very happy person mm-hmm. um, during quarantine because that to me is my stress relief. Everybody has a different form of stress relief and that is my mind clearing space. And so I decided to invest in me. I made my, my home, home gym. I have a dedicated space mm-hmm. with yoga and meditation area as well as a, a workout area. And I created my own happy space during quarantine. Nice. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, I love that. All right. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, I really learned a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, Anisha, so here we go. We're trying to figure, we have a new way. We've been ending, we started our podcast in a pandemic and we had like an amazing, we stuck the landing. Now we're trying to figure we out no how idea. we're going to end the show. So stay safe. If, wash your hands. Please. And continue to socially distance. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Why not? Stay safe. Wash your hands. Continue to read the room. Continue to socially distance. Right. People don't want you next to them. They just no, don't. I've noticed that outside. They're not we're ready. Not, we're not ready. We're not, <laughs> we're not ready. ready. No. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. And see you guys we, next week. We're going to stop here. We'll see you next week. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you for listening to the Be Real podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.